Hello and welcome everyone to the Break Time Podcast. Here we just kind of chill and talk about whatever interests us. We'll start somewhere and uh, see where it takes us. I'm Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by my two good friends, Eric and Jake. I don't. I think I usually say Jake and Eric, but this time I think I turned it around this time. I'm not sure, but I feel Eric and Jake feels like something I don't typically say, so I'm going to say it more. All Crazy. Right. <laughs> so, how's everyone doing this fine day? It is a very nice and cool long start of the long weekend. Yeah, it's it's cool. The one a cool summer weekend. I would much rather it not be cool because it's supposed to be freaking summer, man. Really? I yeah. I, I usually prefer cold weather over hot weather. Like I do too. But I want it to be hot today. I desired the weather to be above eighty-five degrees at all times in my life. Really? Yes. 85 feels kind of a little too warm for me. I think 70 is the perfect I temperature for me. I want long sleeves if it's under 75. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, you, I, I honestly, I can't fathom anything that Jake does in what I, in like hot weather, because long sleeves and drinking hot coffee and all of that, it's something that I've never really experienced before, and it's, it's kind of just crazy It to is me. refreshing. I mean, I can see that. Honestly, whenever I drink hot coffee, I don't really find it refreshing. I find it more just satisfying and warm. And I don't think that mm-hmm. really fits with what should be summer weather where it's all hot, but it's not. So I guess right now I would probably drink drink a hot coffee because I think the weather currently permits and that would feel nice. I have genuinely and fully enjoyed going on a walk in over 100 degree weather with a hot coffee. Wow. You are a lunatic. And it was pretty nice. Hey, I was wearing I was wearing a cap, so I was fine. A cap? You can wear hats in this weather? Too? Oh, actually, no, hold it's on. A, it's I don't... a sun cap, man. Okay, I guess that makes sense. What I don't do you know. Mean, I don't, how not... can you wear a sun hat when it's sunny? <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me explain myself, okay? Because regardless of the weather, I hardly ever wear hats. I don't wear hats at all, so I just imagine that if a hat is only there to keep you warm, even if it is there to shield your eyes from the sun, I think that the fact that it also covers your head uh, makes hats completely counterintuitive. Because it blocks out the sun, sure, but also your head is just baking under it if you're wearing a cap or something. I, um... I think it genuinely may have been over a decade since I left my house without a hat. Really? Well, yeah, that makes I guess. Well, you, you're a hat wearer. Hats look at, are look awesome, at, dude. Look at your little. Look at your avatar. You're drawn. Even digital me has a hat. Yeah, your 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 virtual avatar has a hat because yeah. you wear hats, and that is a distinct part of your appearance. And so I drew you with a hat. Mm-hmm. The the weird part is I wear hats so often, but I only own like three hats. Yeah. You gotta find a hat like this, because I know for sure that this is a hat that it's, I drew, drew you, and yeah. it does not actually exist It's a nice hat. I, I own a beanie, but it's uh, it's more of a blue as opposed to a black. It looks nicer than my actual beanie. Well, this one my is navy, beanie. actually. Yeah, my blue. Well, it's a bright blue. It's a bright blue and yeah. black. It's hard to use that color palette with actual outfits because it's such a bold color, you know? My hat is a neutral gray. And my fancier hat is a gray, black, and white, so it's also very neutral. Is your fancy hat a fedora? No, it's not a fedora. It's a um, nah. it's a nice page boy hat. That's not bad either. 
That is that is a fancy hat. Like page boy, like a paper boy cap? Yeah, yeah like a paper ah. boy cap. And it's yeah. a nice one. It's uh, kind of fuzzy, but not like long fuzzy, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice. It's, it's hard I save for it for special occasions. Yeah. It's hard for me to imagine what Jake looks like without a hat. I feel, I feel like, like I've seen it. I feel like we've Next seen challenge, it. can you imagine me without my hair tied back? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've seen it a few times, but it's been such a long time since we've actually seen each other in person. I can't imagine yeah. it. I don't know what the top of your head looks like anymore. To be fair, I don't know what the top of my head looks like either. Really? So you just... Do you... You're just perpetually wearing a hat, and you never bother to like. Oh, that's so. That's what. No, that's I, what the top I, I, of my head see, looks like. I just like. don't know what it looks like because I don't look at myself. I don't. I, I, I don't own any mirrors. I've never looked at myself my entire life. But you have a phone. <laughs> you yeah. can just use the camera. That counts. But I don't. You don't. I guess so. I don't know how to combat this bit or how to pile on to this how do i how do i <laughs> yes and the i don't have any mirrors in my house bit <laughs> well, see it's all because i'm i'm a vampire no, well no that that doesn't mean anything it's not like your own reflection would kill you you just don't if you're a vampire it just means that mirrors don't matter yeah so yeah. Any so more questions? Whole, wait a minute. So the whole point of you being unable to see yourself doesn't mean that you you, you not having mirrors doesn't mean that. It just means that you can't see yourself in mirrors. It's actually an elaborate trick because the ori- the origination, the origin of the story that vampires can't see themselves in mirrors is because silver as a holy metal is said to block unnatural things and Originally, mirrors had silver in them, but now mirrors aren't made with silver anymore. So now, canonically, mirrors would reflect vampires again. Really? That's interesting. That'd be cool. That is actually pretty cool. I did not know. See, I only learned that because I heard the excellent joke of, because there are mirrors inside of telescopes, we have no idea if space vampires exist. But upon looking further, I learned that we do know that space vampires don't exist because those mirrors don't have silver in them. Huh. That's interesting. I kind of like that. Oh yeah, nothing like ups- upsetting modern logic to just make vampires like less real. Well, no, that means that it's easier to know whether... Well, actually, no, this makes it harder to know yeah, if anyone's a vampire, though. Yeah. Now all that's left is, like... Vampires? All that's left are, like, crucifixes. Um, the wooden stake through the heart isn't really a test, because that kills normal people, too. Um, yeah. And garlic, I guess. I like garlic, so I'm definitely not a vampire. Yeah, I'm, I'm similarly a, a fan. Did you know onions yeah. are actually even more popular than garlic in worldwide cuisine, which surprised me. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn that garlic was supposed to be the most widely used cooking ingredient. No, it's it's up for debate what the most widely used ingredient is. like, Because like when you say historically, there's probably like a billion different periods with like different levels of trade between different places that have different populations. So it's really hard to actually quantify it. But right now, worldwide onions are more popular than garlic. But, like, probably the most commonly eaten food is something like, you know, rice or wheat, you know? 
Yeah, I know that for a fact that bread is the most common food item worldwide because every mm. single culture has some bread. Yeah, something and, uh, some, like that. Something like bread, some yeah. bread-like food. Then there's also an argument to be made if they're also like really the same food if they all use different ingredients and they're all made in different ways. It's just like, is it just that we invented such a broad word for it that it has to be the most popular by definition? I guess so, because, well, the thing is, is that you can get into even distinctions, because, like, the word bread doesn't necessarily... We have bread, but then we have words like cornbread, which specifically means that this bread... It's a bread, but it's made of corn. But is cornbread still bread? I have no idea. Are cakes breads? That's the thing, is that it's more cake-like than bread-like, too. So is cornbread its own entity, and does it not fall under the umbrella of bread? Is a tortilla a bread? I'm pretty sure that counts as a bread. Is it's a an pita a bread. bread? It's called pita bread. Well, actually, no, well, no that's no, a... not really. That's us. We called it pita bread. Yeah, that's true. That's a sorry. I misspoke. I, I right as I said it, I realized. No, wait. That's just something that like dumb Americans say because they're just yeah, saying it's, like, it's magic, like bread. It's the magic of us <laughs> saying chai tea. Yeah, because chai is just a tea. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't tell you. My fun fact that I know is it was in the year, I want to say 2018, that the most popularly sold item at Walmart internationally was the banana. The banana. Yes. That's another thing that I kind of thought of is the most common food worldwide, does it have to be a cooked food? Does it have to be a food that needs to be cooked and that's why it's so common? Or what if there's a food that just naturally occurs I don't know. in places? I know one of the most universally liked things worldwide is the banana. Um, as Americans, we have a pretty limited scope into it because here we basically only have Cavendish bananas. But in many other places around the world, there are so many more kinds of bananas. Dessert bananas, I should specify. That's not even mentioning the world of plantains. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bread. Okay, what is the definition of bread, though? Because it, I it's mean, just bread is basically it's just water and flour. So a grain yeah, that's been ground bread is a cracker and water. Bread? Is cracker bread? Yeah, it's hardtack bread. I don't know, because we don't we we make the distinction. We don't ever call a cracker bread. We just call it a cracker, but I mean, it is it has the same yeah. constitution. I mean, in several languages, the word for bread and a lot of baked goods are, like, shared. Like, I think of pan in Spanish is, um, like you say, pan dulce is a dessert, which is radically different than bread, in my opinion. But it's just like sweet bread, you know? But when yeah. we say sweet bread, that is a pretty different image in our minds. Yeah. And you, coincidentally, it's probably because it's a loaned word. But in Japanese, the word for bread is also pan. Mm-hmm. And it just signifies... It Actually, it signifies any bread, regardless of... As long yeah. as it's a bread. Which I guess in means Japan, that it's... In Japan, there's a lot more dessert breads than just, like, normal breads, right? There is. The most, the most common one that I know of is the melon pan. And despite its name, there is no actual melon in it. It's a... Nice. It's it's supposed. I think it's supposed to be because it looks like a melon. Is it shaped like a melon? Is it round? It's cir- It's round and circular, and That's the way it's just it's a piece of it's a round roll of 
I guess you would call it milk bread. And then on top of it is a sort of cookie-like crust. And you cro- you like you cut lines into it to create a cross-hatching pattern across the surface of it, and that's a melon pond. Um, it bears a lot of similarity to a baked bread that I grew up eating a lot of called bolo pao, or pineapple bun, in which it's a roll of milk bread with a crust on with a sweet like crispy kind of crust on top of it and it's one of my favorites it sounds excellent it's good and i i mean i loved actually when i was in i I took a trip recently back to san francisco to visit some family and i had some and it was like i was back in my childhood home basically because i was it back in my childhood (laughs) just like the simulations (laughs) yeah but um uh, what was I gonna say? And so yeah, when I was reading about like why is it called, I was honestly just like um, researching the melon pond, and I was wondering why is it called a melon pond? Is there actual melon in it? And then when I was reading about, it's like oh, it's like a piece of bread, and it has like a cookie-like sweet crust on top of it. I'm like, wait a hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> None of this is melon. This is no. It wasn't that this was melon. It's like I have had this thing before. And because it's just, it's a pineapple bun, it's a, it sounds very, very similar to a pineapple bun that you could get from a Chinese bakery. Mm. Wait, I thought you were talking about those. Those are different? Wait, which one? What are you, what are you talking about? Usually, They're basically the same thing. <laughs> really? I always refer to them as, like, pineapple cakes. That's what I've always Show me a picture of what you're talking about. I'm talking I, about a bun. If you're talking about a cake, it might be different. Pineapple upside down cake, very different. No, 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 not that. It's like a little, like a little square. Um, I don't know what to describe the texture as. It's very, like, grainy, while the inside has all the pineapple flavor, or like kind of jammy, jellyish, but not, but more solid than what jam. This is, is very different from the thing that I was talking about. The pineapple bun is a piece of bread, and I don't even know if there's actual pineapple in it. It's just it might just be called it might be called the pineapple bun for the same reason that is the melon pond is called the mal is called the melon pond. <laughs> Are all buns just a lie? Do they? God they damn just it! Look like is, the thing? Oh, that yeah, also <laughs> looks really good. This is it the does one look I'm good, about. but that it's... seems unrelated to what Ryan was talking about. That is not what I'm talking about. Yeah, I am well, talking about these. Yeah, if when I can you said find a pineapple bun, I thought of this because this is because this is more of a Taiwanese specialty. Taiwanese pineapple cakes. Oh my god! Some people just do the cross hatching, just like the melon pond. So are the melon pond and the pineapple bun slash bolo? They just like almost call the it same. In Cantonese. Are they the same thing? Because okay, that is what came up when I typed in pineapple bun, and then if I type in melon pond, I get it's it looks different actually, but it looks very similar. Um, and so the one I just I just sent to you guys is the is the pineapple bun, yeah. and this one is the melon pond. Look how similar yeah, those it's- are. It literally just looks like the top one is just the bottom one with like an egg or a butter wash. Yeah, I think that's probably it. But at the same time, like, I I now I'm suddenly thinking that I don't think there's actual pineapple in a pineapple bun. I think it's just supposed to resemble a pineapple. So you're saying every baked good is lying to me? Not every single one, because there are some that have actual pineapple stuff upside in down cake is telling the truth. It has pineapple. Yes, no, I feel like this is more of like a Asian dessert, Asian sweet bread roll 
thing where they just mm. decided, hey, let's make this looks piece kind of, of bread like that kind of looks this. like a fruit. Yeah, let's make a pineapple bun. They're good, though. I really like them. They're so good. I think, nice. I think I can find both of these at my... I'm a few local Chinese supermarkets near me, and in, they, usually, they usually have a deli section. Mm. And the deli section also includes, like, a bakery with it. And I'm pretty sure I, I've seen both of these in there at some point. I've had them. I don't know if you're, the ones you've had are different, but the ones I've had always had some, like, creamy filling inside of it. I've I, never had one that was like that. Really? Yours was just all, just bread. all bread inside? Yeah, it's always been just bread. I... Because the thing is, is that you don't need a filling because the crust is already your 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 pizzazz part of the bread. Yeah, my my pineapple breads had had the crust and pine and like a pineapple flavored filling inside. But his have pineapple in them for yeah. Real. Mine had pineapple in it, but like what? a creamy pineapple flavor inside. That sounds inside. gross. Oh my! god. It was good. It was. No, it's gross. No, no. (laughs) I don't know why we're talking about sweet bread desserts. All of them sound great, to be honest. They're all good, but this one, I don't know. I don't, it seems like it's blasphemous to add actual pineapple (laughs) into it now. How dare you? How dare you put actual pineapple into the pineapple bun? Why would you do something like that? Better look out, Eric. It's gonna come and destroy your town's bakeries. Made your town's bakery and stuff all your pineapple buns with pineapple filling. I'm going. No, I'm going to. Oh no, Eric's going to go on the offensive and change the recipes of your bakeries. Well, you don't know the bakery that I that uh, you don't know the bakery that I frequent. It's also changed. It's It's closed down. (laughs) I I, I go to a different one now. You're going to time travel (laughs) and you're going to find yourself with memories of them with filling. No, I'm not. My (laughs) memories will never change. I'll always know what the truth is, and the truth is that they never had a filling. They shouldn't have filling. <laughs> Whatever timeline that Eric's living in is wrong, and we're I refuse to budge on that. Line, bucko. No, they're not. You're you're from a different dimension. Okay, you're from the wrong. You're the you're from the wrong dimension where they put pineapple in the pineapple buns. What kind of backwards ass world are you from? I think this is a good dimension. You, you know, clearly, Eric, how you, does it clearly you, be told you your childhood was wrong? <laughs> I don't even know if this is Eric's childhood. His aren't ingrained in his childhood. My pineapple buns are. Uh, when was when did you have your first pineapple bun, Eric? <laughs> I can't say. The Bro, deli- I've been eating <laughs> pineapple buns for years. <laughs> I've been eating them for years, but how long has Eric yeah, been eating them? How much of a pineapple bun veteran are this'll, you? This will prove whose actual claim to the pineapple bun are legacy you, you is legitimate. Yeah. I mean, I've been going to my local Chinese supermarket's deli as long as I can remember. So, Whether two I got- years ago. What? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Did you just call Eric a goldfish? <laughs> yes, my memory is just that bad, apparently, according to Ryan. <laughs> yeah, these look great, like all of them. I can't say I've had any of them. I mean, I'm sure partially due to being gluten-free, but they look great. 
I cannot fathom this pineapple bun with filling. No, there's a custard. It's not pineapple. There's a custard version. It's a custard bun. No, it's not mine pineapple. Had pi mine had like pineapple filling. It's not like chunks of pineapple. It's like ground up into filling or whatever and huh. put in the bread. I, I can find pineapple buns with custard in them. I have not seen. I mean, I guess this does this count. Can't sure. you have pineapple know. custard too? I guess you can, but I refuse to acknowledge that that's the case. I don't want there to be custard in my custard in these in these baked breads. Although, actually, it doesn't look bad. I kind of like it, but also, no, <laughs> you've no, this changed is your mind so easily. Well, no, I, I don't want it to be in a bolo bao or a pineapple bun or whatever we're calling them. I call them both because I have to change which which one I say based on who I'm around, but also. Uh, since you guys, since since Eric doesn't know what an authentic bolo bao is like, I guess I could just say bolo bao, and you guys wouldn't really be able to. Say I would just go otherwise. like, ah, yes, okay. Yeah, but in, I guess pineapple bun. Also, pineapple bun takes way more effort to say, and it's more syllables. It, that does mean it's a harder word. Yeah, it's less authentic because you're not saying it in the native language that the name of the food is. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I knew it as bolo bao before someone translated it into pineapple bun for me. Because you're like, this is the bolo bao, this one's the gaime bao, and this one's the chashu bao. You're like, you, you start to, you, when you associate things, especially when you're a child. You it's hard to unlearn words, for sure. Well, it's not like unlearning, but kind of like sort of translating it or understanding how other people see that thing. Yeah. I'm just like, well, that's always been like a bolo bow to me. So, I mean, I get it. It's a pineapple bun, but I will probably never, if I'm talking about them, talk to, refer to them in that way, unless the person knows what, what they are. Yeah. If the person knows what they are, but doesn't know the name, I'd accommodate them. Or I guess in another case, if you assume someone doesn't know the name, but then like, if you say that the name and then they're like... I guess in that case, it'd be like, oh, you mean a, like a pineapple one? Oh, you mean like a bolo bound? Like, yeah, you know the name too? Oh my god, yeah. That's kind of how it would go, I guess. I see. <laughs> it's like I'm really there learning about bolo bow with you. Yeah. Hooray, you said it. Now that's how you will understand its name. And whenever you see the thing, it was like, oh, that's a bolo bow. And you're like, and then everyone's like, what's that? It's like, oh, you mean like a pineapple one. And then people are going to be all like, why don't you just say pineapple bun? Because my friend called it a bolo bow. Jeez. What am I doing right now? I'm kind of just playing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just being affected by your passion in baked goods, to be honest. <laughs> I'm a big fan. This is not how I, I this is not how I expected our this episode to turn to, but somehow we ended up here, and I don't know My why. My man's like Volabows. Yeah, I do. I had one recently, and I loved it. All right, and they're a big That's part great. of my childhood. His child is too powerful. He's trying to convert us to the way of the Bulabow. Wait, convert us to his childhood? Yes. Yeah, my my Cantonese <laughs> we're gonna blink twice, and we're also Ryan. Uh, his supposedly better timeline. I'm just informing you guys on my side of the st my perspective. <laughs> it's a little aggressive before for just being informing. <laughs> no, I was aggressive towards Eric. I was mainly just like, yeah, Jake, here's a here's a cool food that you might have one day. But for Eric, I'm like, no, that's not how it happens. <laughs> there is no pineapple in these, Eric. Die. There is no pineapple. <laughs> Pineapple does not exist within these buns. If I they beg do, to, I beg to differ. 
My childhood. My childhood <laughs> goes against your childhood. Yeah, well, whose childhood is better? Mine. Maybe. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, of course, you say your childhood is better if we were comparing yours yeah, to mine. Lived I would say it. mine is better. My childhood was my life, Eric. Exactly. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of foods that I was very nostalgic for when I was a kid. Um, I really, have, for most of my life, always really liked bagels, cream cheese, and locks. It's a pretty common thing. I have never actually had that. It's Mainly delicious. The um, the the vague, bland, stiff breadiness and vague, bitter butter flavor you get from a good bagel, and then like a. Just the creamy, barely sourness of the cream cheese, and then the smoked fish on top. But the saltiness just makes it like... I don't know, it's it's like, I want to say it's sobering, but I ate it when I was like, six. And so like, to six-year-old me, I'm just like, tasty. Maybe for all your life, you've actually just been hung over in the morning somehow. Maybe something happened at night. Maybe maybe the the, mm. the booze fairy came in and just kind of booze fa- Why is the booze fairy visiting children? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like the tooth fairies. It's like the tooth fairies. What do you fairies. mean it's like tooth fairies? No, I'm trying to say it's like the tooth fairies, like younger or older or washed up <laughs> relative of some kind. But but I think of the equation of like tooth fairy takes teeth from under pillows. That means kids have like beers under their. Pillow? No, it's the, he, the booze fairy goes around and finds kids who aren't intoxicated and just makes and intoxicates drunk. them. What the mm. actual shit? So it's especially it's especially effective on kids who they know are going to have cream cheese lox bagels in the morning, so that the bagel will sober them up when they wake up, and then they'll and their breakfast feels even better. It's so fucking weird. The booze fairy's ultimate plan is to make cream cheese lox bagels more delicious and more satisfying. That that is their master plan. <laughs> what are you plan. talking about, Ryan? Was the booze fairy part of your childhood or something? What is going no, on? It was part of Jake's childhood. <laughs> it's like I know I I know I was gonna go into this bit as the straight man, but I feel like I can't even be the straight man. I'm just Usually... like too flabbergasted at what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> This, it's weird. The tables have kind of turned earlier. We're like, yeah, I have no mirrors, and here I am. Like, I'm the straight man here now. Here I am, just being completely nonsensical. Yeah, I mean, I'm no flexi- one can be my straight man. Yeah, I mean, I'm the flexible one. Eric's usually the straight man, and Ryan's usually yeah. That's how it works. I have I am allowed to choose. Mm-hmm. And you guys can't fall. This is like your mirrors bit, except I've I've dug myself a hole and yeah, there's a fairy going around I intoxicating children. I, I deflected with fun facts about vampires. You're right. When when you got you got any cool facts about fairies? <laughs> about about fairies? Uh, yeah, geez. like especially maybe something about fairies that go around making kids drunk while they're asleep. Ah. Uh. But does it I mean, just I'm, does that so that their cream cheese locks bagels are more fulfilling in the morning? <laughs> I mean, cream cheese locks historically is kind of like a um, fancy Jewish um, community food. Like it was 
any real like gathering of people like if they were really treating their guests nicely even if they didn't want any there should be bagel and locks and that's just like a way to properly invite your guests so that was more of a remnant of like the 80s hmm honestly i the only thing i have a problem with is the cream cheese i would i would happily eat a bagel that just has locks on top of it mm. but i would I encourage you to cheese. try it at least once with the full cream cheese and locks um, if you want to go above and beyond, it's also common to put red onion and uh, capers on it. Interesting. If you want Maybe to go I'm above and beyond. I don't like capers, so I'm Perhaps. slightly blasphemous myself. I've had it with mm-hmm. onion many times, though. The absence of the cream cheese is blaspheming in the same way that the bolo bao with mm. pineapple is the same I, I mean, blaspheming as well. It is just better. Mm-hmm. With the cream cheese, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the Jewish community is just like permanently in war with the Italian community because cream and fish, or cheese and fish, is a wonderful combination. Um, and like it, the onion on it also gives it that little bit of bite. I don't know. I I I'd encourage you to try it at least once. It, it's um. It's one of those foods where, like, I I find myself liking a lot of these foods, but I can't describe it with any positive words, you know? It's like, it's sobering, and it's really salty, and kind of creamy, and then the bottom is bland, but for some reason I like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's really good on an everything bagel, or a plain bagel. I don't like it on any other bagels. You wouldn't want it on a cinnamon raisin bagel? Uh, no. Yeah, On cinnamon raisin bagels, I love peanut butter. That makes more sense, because it's a sweet bagel. Yeah. The other weird topping for a bagel that you could try if you're really feeling adventurous, I think it tastes good, but it's so messy, I think it's hard to eat that I don't like it, is cream cheese and jam. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. It's pretty good. I mean, it makes sense. But it's so messy, it's like... It's hard to eat, man. Because you need a hot bagel, right? So the jam and the cream cheese are both melting a little bit, so it's just like... It, it it it's so sticky. It's unpleasant, but it tastes nice. I've just never been a fan of cream cheese, and I never really understood it because people are like, "Oh man, my cream cheese bagel! I love it." And I'm like, I, I love I, cream cheese, dude. I don't understand it at all because I I hardly care for cream cheese, and so I just it's just like, is it really that good? I don't think it's all that hype. It's I like, mean, it's just refreshing. A little bit sour. It's nice. It's like, I don't really drink glasses of milk in the morning, but I could have cream cheese in the morning. It's what I'd want from a dairy product early on. Makes sense. Huh. Now what? (laughs) Now that I've elaborated my love of, uh, bagels and locks to everyone. The the logical thing to jump towards now is something that Eric really likes to eat from his childhood. Mm-hmm. It's hard to think of, but... I'm yeah, on here. the spot, I'm sure. Yeah. Childhood memories of food. The one that comes to mind, but the I'm not really a fan of the food anymore. Was we used to have a market near us called PW Market, 
It was just your basic grocery outlet. Well, it, it closed down maybe like 10-ish years ago and was, and was replaced by Safeway. So, usually, it was, it was a time when people would still get their newspapers. We'll still get their the news from newspapers. Times. Yeah, the ancient times. Now use our phones and stuff. But before we use newspapers, every every weekend we would go to PW and get newspapers for like. You could get them free if you paid like at least fifty cents on something. If you if you bought something from the store for fifty cents, so every weekend we would go there, and my parents would buy me, let me buy a donut from the bakery because the Hell donuts yeah. there were always like. 70 cents is some around 70 cents so it's one of the cheapest items you could buy while while buying it you can also get the newspaper for free so i always got the donut with chocolate on top of it with sprinkles and it was probably one of my favorite childhood weekly foods to eat because we only go once a week but yeah so they got the newspaper you got the donut yeah it's a win-win situation is it? I feel like being informed is a mixed bag. I think it's like a grab bag where it's you spin a wheel and you don't know what you're going to get in the news that day. Although, maybe back then the news is a bit more mellow. Yeah, probably. Because you have to go out of your way to go buy the paper. It's not like they give it to you for free. Well, they did, yeah. but we still paid. But it was for free. <laughs> yeah, it's 50 cents. <laughs> it was free after we paid. Yeah, 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 some donuts. I kind, I don't really have a sweet tooth anymore. I've been trying to avoid it. It just doesn't taste as good anymore when I'm older compared to when I was a kid. The donuts just aren't the same. They're not the same. The chocolate's too sweet. The sprinkles are too sweet. I just like the normal glazed ones now. But those are also sometimes too sweet, too sugary. Yes, it's it's just covered in sugar. It is. It really just is. Yeah, I haven't had very many donuts in my life. I mean, even, like, before I was gluten-free as a kid, it's like, I remember one birthday party I was invited to. We, um, walked from, it was like a sleepover party thing, and we, like, walked from the kid's house to the, to a donut place, and we all got donuts for breakfast, and I thought they were, like, pretty good, but I kind of remember that being, like, one of the only donuts, like, I ever had as a kid. I don't know, it's just, like... It's not that they weren't around, it's just, like, not something that happened, you know? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. This used to be an ongoing theme, whenever we sort of have these episodes where we just start talking, and, like, I mean, technically we've only had three episodes where anyone's had a topic, but it's very curious to me that every single time we have one of the, we start with small talk, we, we, one of the you know, the we'll start somewhere and see where it takes us kinds of uh, podcast episodes. We always somehow end up on things that happened during our childhood, which I think is kind of interesting. I'm sorry, I mean, but as young adults, the, generally the most interesting part of our lives so far was as a kid. You're right. We haven't lived long enough where we have actual experiences. We just have childhood experiences, and that's that's kind of all that's happened to us. It'd be already, silly to we, talk about what we did in college because we were basically all there. 
Yeah, we <laughs> were all there. I, yeah, no, I don't remember. My memory apparently only goes back up to a maximum of two years, according no, to No, you year. don't remember, because you spent two years in graduate school. The plot twist is you went out for donuts and newspapers three days ago. <laughs> Man, I wish you could still have a 50-cent newspaper. Or a 50-cent donut. I don't even know how much donuts It's a 70-cent donut, thanks. Oh, yeah, it's a 70-cent. It's a yeah. I think you could get... I mean, like, at my local grocery store, you could get donuts for pretty cheap still. It's like... Probably a buck fifty a donut. That's yeah. twice as much as it, as it cost before, though. It's like when my... It goes back to my dad. When he was younger, and he came to America and saw the prices, I... Th- I was always jealous of the price. At the time, like, you make way less money. But now, because of inflation, like, everything just costs more, but also people make more money. But the the ice cream was, I think, like, five cents. Which is five cents for, like, a scoop of ice cream. And a pizza was maybe, like, 20 cents to get, like, a full... I don't know what size. Just, like, a full pizza. Like, a regular pizza. I was just always jealous of the prices, because if we had those today, food would be so cheap. It would, but it would also probably not turn a profit, because of the value of the dollar nowadays. But yeah. I remember (laughs) hearing stories of my uh, grandpa that he would, um, he lived kind of in the middle of nowhere, but there was a corner store, gas station-esque thing for people not alive at that time. Um that would have pizza on the counter. Like, they just had a big pizza made in basically, like, a cookie tray-ish thing, so it was a big flat pizza. And they'd give you this big honkin' slice for five cents. So he'd walk there and scour around the neighborhood for a nickel, and if he found one, he'd get a pizza. Damn. It's like the ongoing quest for a slice. Man... Man, going out for a slice, that sounds, that's an experience that I've never had, mainly because I guess I don't live in the place where going out for a slice is a thing you can do easily. Uh, I mean, there's I guess a, you there's a little pizza. Caesars around where I am, so <laughs> you could go out for an entire pizza no, pretty Yeah, easily. well, that's not the same as going out for a slice, because when you yeah. can buy pizza by the slice, I mean, I'm actually not really that big a fan of pizza by the slice, because you don't know how long that pizza's been there, and it's under, like, a, a, a heat lamp as opposed <clears throat> to being fresh-baked, so it's kind of a... It's in a weird purgatory state of edible of whether or not it's edible. Yeah, or it, will taste that's good. That's the thrill of the hunt. It makes it more exciting. I guess I just I wouldn't. I would rather you know probably go for fresh than a slice that was made at some point. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how long the pizza's been there. It's you can you kind of surmise maybe it was made today, mm. but you still don't know when. Yeah, probably. Then how do you feel about delis? Because all the food is on display, and they grab all the food you're going to eat right from that display, and they're all no, under well, like some heated lamp or whatever. Well, that's a di- well. Actually, I don't know. Well, if you're talking about, I'm not sure. Actually, I thought you were talking about cold cuts or something like that. Like I that mean, cold kind cuts are cooked meats. They cooked are, but they're cold. The thing is, is that when you have it's they're not te- they're cooked, yes, but they're not they're served as cold cuts, so it's easier to sort of refrigerate them. If you were to go for something that's pre-made, say, like I don't know, actually, I mean, I guess it's fine in some cases, but for some reason, pizza specifically, I feel like is better when it's fresh and not, you know, 
under a heat lamp who knows how long it's been there and go in and grab a slice of it. Ooh, that's a spicy hot take. I'm a big fan of several day old pizza. Well, no, it's different because no, sev- several day old pizza is the when it's days old, it's been in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. It it hasn't I been. No, I've left under pizzas he- out in the counter and then eating it that night. That's fine too. It's the it's just like the weird purgatory. So you're anti what exactly heat happens. Maybe. Okay, weird. There's something specifically about that. Weird question, but do you heat your refrigerated pizza before you eat it? I typically do. It depends. Sometimes I feel like I want it hot, and sometimes I don't. I'm a big okay. fan of what if? <laughs> what if the pizza was frozen? Would you heat it before eating it? Well, if it's frozen, I'd put it in the oven. If it's frozen, yeah, I'd put it in the oven to cook it. However, I'm mostly looking for it to be thawed. So once I see it is completely thawed, I'll take it out, and sometimes it's longer and it's hot, and sometimes it's shorter and it's still cold. Okay, what? that Hold is... On. What? <laughs> wait, is this a bit? Are you No, genuinely, I just want the pizza not to be frozen. Okay, wait, if you take, like, if you take a pizza that is raw and the, your task is to cook it in the Frozen oven, pizzas aren't you raw. You don't wait for it to fully cook, you just wait for it to thaw? Frozen pizzas aren't raw. Yeah, yeah frozen pizzas are cooked. No, what They're about, just like, take and bake pizza? A take and bake I'd actually bake. That one's actually dough okay. and it actually matters. I'm talking about, like, yes. I thought you were talking about, like, a grocery store frozen frisbee pizza. Oh, I, I don't what? typically eat those because I think they're gross. What is a take and bake? A take and bake is like so from Papa they, Murphy's and stuff, where like, think of a Subway, but then they give you a raw pizza, and then you bring it home and bake it. Oh, so everything is just raw inside of it. Yes. The dough, yeah, the like I wouldn't... In the oven yourself. Yeah, I was thinking of an actual frozen pizza, not a... Yeah, I was, I was thinking like frozen, already cooked pizza, but it was just frozen uh, in a fighter. Like one of those pre-cooked like pizzas you can buy. The, yeah, like those. Because I used to have a roommate, and... Did he crunch frozen pizzas? Yes! Holy shit! How did he know? <laughs> I'm amazed. Yeah. Pizza store, yeah. Like he would order pizza, and he would store the leftovers in the... Yeah, freezer. he would... He would. We got pizza one time, because we had a pizza place near us. And we had some leftovers, yeah. and we were going to split it evenly, because we all paid for it, we all shared the pizza. I put yeah. my pizza in the fridge like a normal person and heated it later to eat it like a normal person. He put it in the you do. yeah. He put it in the freezer. Oh and then my like god! A couple, a couple days later, I saw him munching on the frozen thing. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> I mean, I I guess I can see it. It's just I wouldn't prefer to eat it that way. Yeah, it I mean, it's like I like cold pizza. I don't know about. Freezer pizza. Frozen pizza. <laughs> it's pretty painful. It's, no, it's, it's taking cold pizza to a whole new level, you see. That was Is interesting. It? I also had a previous roommate who also liked to munch on... Maybe it's just like the crunchy aspect of it. Because one of my roommates had or got some of the uh, instant noodles. For when... Do you remember in... Like the first, no, that'll be your second year of college. It'll be my first year of college. When I was a freshman, you guys were a sophomore. They were giving out like rations in the dining hall for some reason. I forget 
Why? Do you guys remember? Yeah, I know. It's probably because of worker strikes. Yeah, there are worker strikes yeah, yeah. and stuff that shut. Yeah, it was the strikes. The dining hall. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was because of strikes. So they were giving out a bunch of like rations, a bunch of snacks, and cup of noodles. He liked eating the cup of noodles raw, like the like munching on. The, I can't stand the, that, but I know people who like that. Yeah, maybe it's just like the crunchiness. I've never tried it myself, but he says it's pretty good. Or maybe it's just the like ramen. the the starchy taste of the instant noodles of how it's packed. The, I'm not entirely sure. The ramen cups, not just like a, an instant ramen packet, but a, a, the cup of ramen. Yeah, like the cup of yeah, noodle like raw ramen. cup ramen noodles. I know people who eat those raw. Huh. But it's such an unwieldy shape, and what's the you point just of the eat cup? it like I a big understand. biscuit or something? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's how it's huh. really. Odd. I mean, I guess it's kind of it's just the same thing, but it's just in a different packaging. Because I've seen people. I remember people in high school. Part of their lunch they'd bring from home was in an instant ramen pack, and they would just bite into it and sprinkle the seasoning packet on top of it. And I'm like that. That, <laughs> sounds, that looks really. Yeah, good. absolutely. <laughs> that too. Oh, I'm I not sure how I feel it. about it seems that. So funny. Yeah, it's also. I've, I've genuinely I tried I like, it before. The... I disliked it. But there's no nutrition in that either. It's just carbs and salt. Yeah, that's why they <laughs> so taste why good. Is... It tastes good, but it doesn't have any actual inherent value. Bro, high school me did not care. High school I did. Me, high school me <laughs> would have rice, nothing but rice and egg for breakfast. My lunch would be a Coca-Cola, and then I'd get home and have something for dinner. Nutrition was not a consideration. Well, it was for me. I, I constantly thought about those things, and I wanted to make sure I had a balanced meal every time I had a meal. And sometimes I didn't, because uh, uh, the things that some people would provide just kind of prohibited the, the ability to make a, a balanced You gave it meal. your all. Yeah. It's sometimes it happens now, and I still get frustrated by it because <laughs> it's mainly like, a, "God, how can anyone even? How can anyone live this way?" <laughs> You're forced to live this way. Sad. I don't know. It's not that. It's it's like no. It's not even that. It's not. I mean, sure, I'm forced to live that. Maybe sometimes I'm forced to live that way. But how does anyone think that that's how a meal is supposed to be? Who thinks that that's all they need to survive? It's such a it's such a weird thing to me that I can't I really different put, people I can't, care about I can't wrap my things. head around it. When I was younger, I definitely didn't care about that sort of thing, and I lived that way most of my life. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all are y'all are weirdos. I mean, the egg and rice makes sense, but the thing is, is that like if you were just add a piece of spam onto it, it doesn't make it any better. In fact, it probably just makes it worse. It probably tastes better. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, even now, I think I primarily pursue taste. It's just, like, what I think is tasty happens to be healthier than what I thought was tasty when I was in high school. I think that you can make both tasty and healthy foods and be intentional in both. I That's fully believe how that. I've been yes, cooking. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> oh, I've seen Happy my head. fair share of strange eating habits. My dad doesn't like to eat lunch for some reason. He just skips lunch entirely and just eats dinner at dinner time, but no lunch. I know someone who's the opposite, who eats lunch, but then skips dinner. <laughs> huh. I mean, for the longest time, I didn't really eat anything for breakfast. <clears throat> yeah, I think skipping breakfast is more common. 
though, than the two I just mentioned. Yeah, well, the other thing is that the way that breakfast is kind of presented in America, it looks superfluous. Yeah. Because it's just another dessert. It looks like, like if you go to like an American breakfast diner, the amount of portions they have is humongous for mornings. It's also like it's desserts, but it's okay because it's breakfast, and I don't oh, know yeah. how I got like, it this way. Like, if you're an American, pick what kind of breakfast do you want? Do you want egg, toast, cured pork, or do you want cake? Would you like your cake for breakfast? Like, that's that's the thing is that even if it is called something else, even if it's technically a pancake, it's still still a cake. Oh yeah. And it's it's crazy. And then, well, no, that's not... Even that isn't enough for some people. Because you go to... I, I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw ads for the most ridiculous-looking thing ever. And it was, like... I have... I was... I want to say... I don't know, pumpkin spice pancakes. And in between, there's a, a cream cheese frosting. And nice. I'm like, what the... F- that's breakfast? That sounds awful. Who would want to eat that for breakfast? breakfast. You... Heart attack first thing in the morning. That's I'll, how Americans. I'll eat. have the dessert breakfast. <laughs> Rarely, I couldn't imagine having it nearly every day. I would much rather have a dessert breakfast for dessert rather than breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, I think breakfast, like American breakfast foods, is a valid dessert. Option. Oh yeah, it is. The exception I give yeah. is I love waffles. Waffles are good. I'll have waffles for breakfast at any time. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. So, because so, this this uh, this is kind of what brought it up, because I was thinking of one of the waffle breakfast diners I went to, and just how ridiculous I thought it was. It was at, um, it was at Pittsburgh. I went there for like a work presentation when I was an intern interning for somewhere, and the team wanted to have a team breakfast. So we could like meet up and talk over before we do like presenting and stuff. At like this waffle waffle place, like a few blocks down. I forget the name of it. But when we sat down we ordered, I didn't really expect much out of it. I thought it was just being like a few waffles and it'll be good to go. Like a kind of small breakfast. Then I get the waffle. And it was it had like the diameter of my keyboard right now. It was humongous. The big it was it was the waffle was so big. They and it was just lathered in syrup and butter on top of it. It had like oh, a yeah. huge ice cream scoop of butter right on top of it. And I was like, "What is this? How do I finish this? I can't That's eat terrible. all of this." I'll, uh, it was insane how big the waffle. I'll add on much. that the waffles I love. I make them from scratch, and they're pretty tasty that way in an actual waffle iron. And my favorite topping for a waffle is jam or plain. Because I think they just taste good on their own. They do. I um, yeah, I, do I don't like buttering well. my breakfast pastries. You see, the thing is, is that waffles didn't originate as a breakfast food. They originated as a as a dessert food, I believe Belgium. Yeah, it France, was originally somewhere along that region, food. and then we're just like, "But it hey, was. breakfast—that's sick." 
And what, so one of the weird mutations, and I guess it makes sense because it's just kind of easier, is when the waffle was mutated into the American version we have today, they took out something that I think is really, really good in an authentic waffle, and that's the pieces of pearl sugar that are mixed into the batter, yeah. so that when you make... I guess so for that them, the, that was drawn the waffle the itself. That's what makes it a dessert and not a breakfast. We took it out, now it's a breakfast. I don't know, man. I guess, but the thing is, is that we just took the sugar out of the waffle itself and decided mm. to pour it on top of it instead. I think it's, um... I think America obsession with dessert baked goods is probably derived of, like, the historical biscuit and gravy is a very common, Perhaps. very long-term breakfast. And um, then entering industrial area, era, uh, sweet cereals kind of took over. And then I'd imagine just that combination made sense. Well, sweet biscuit, and then you get these things. Yeah. Actually, I do know a bit about the reason why we went to sweet cereals. And it goes before even that. And it was mainly because... It was supposed so with the rise in industrialization in the United States, a lot of jobs went from being um I don't know what they were before, but essentially most of the jobs became city jobs in which people were working in factories to manufacture whatever the hell America manufactures. And so because you usually because people now had this job that was very nine to five, they had to have a breakfast that suited that job they can no longer stay for very long at home and go and have like a quick and have like a nice full whatever you would have for breakfast it was probably just like pancakes and waffles and sausage and something along those lines and so mr whatever his first name is kellogg came up with the cornflake and the cornflake revolutionized American breakfast. It was a quick breakfast, and it was supposed to give you all the nutrition you needed for the day. It didn't. It's a freaking cornflake. It doesn't do that. But um, when that happened, people thought that, hey, the cornflake is okay, but what if we mm. made it more palatable so that it's more enjoyable to eat? And there's like, okay, why don't we just cover the goddamn thing <laughs> in sugar, yeah. massive amounts of sugar? Do you want to... Do you want to know the even more cursed other side of that? Continue. It was one Kellogg brother who made the um, rolled cereal. He um, he had a lot of very strange beliefs, and um, it was there were brothers, the Kellogg brothers, and this yes. one brother did believe that the essence of nutrition is it fills you up, but it is b as bland as possible. And the more bland something is, the more nutrition it is. So he thought, how could I get nutrition in the least enjoyable way? So he made these hard flakes, only really eat edible in a liquid. Um, and then the brother said, well, I want to sell these. Corn is way tastier, and then made that. And then eventually thought, wait, you know what's even tastier than corn? Corn with sugar. <laughs> and now we have oh and now we have flakes. fruit loops fruit loops yes somehow fruit loops yes from cornflake there's some kind i would like to see a a biological evolution i would like to see a biologically based evolutionary tree of the cornflake mm. and how it became a bunch of different cereals i, mean, I would like to see the branching paths like two actual cereal companies so it's just their company like it's all the same base, right? It's just in different shapes or with slightly yeah. different flavors of sugar. 
I would still like to see it though. I want to see what the progress yeah, yeah. was. I want to see what people thought was marketable and yeah. see what chain what what evolutionary trees ended where because they turned out to be unsuccessful and which ones persist to this day. I think that the cornflake family tree is just as interesting as the family tree of any organism alive today. Oh yeah. Or extinct. I mean, there's a lot of weird early surreals out there and there was so much money in them that they became like in a similar spot as like the it's like it, it's a common way to market things to have a kid cartoon at the time. And so you have all these toy brands that have a kid's cartoon, and then you have all these surreal brands that have a kid's cartoon. And it was strange in that the popularity of the surreal was more like the popularity of the TV show rather than the surreal itself. So there's a lot of identical surreals that their identity is actually just this TV show. And there are, you know, they tend to sell a lot of serials, especially more recently, with the animated commercials yeah. to show you, like, look how cool it is. It's kind of a is. remnant of that. Yeah. I don't know if they really air yeah. new surreal TV shows. I don't think so. They usually have, like, it's a, well, it'd be a lot more economical to just make a decent-looking animated commercial. Yeah. And if it's, if it's captivating enough, the serial yeah, will probably Yeah, I want to say the other side of that is there's, um... There's more laws about advertisements in kid TV shows. And so, like, the old surreal commercials would just try to convince the kids they want this surreal, but now to do that sort of thing, you'd have to have, like, a shit ton of disclaimers, and it'd be weird. Yeah. God, that reminds me of a Starver, like, a Stunnerson. I don't know, um, shoot. What was I gonna... Uh, that reminds me of... Damn, I, I've lost it. It was just there. What it's the hell? Your childhood. I don't think so. I don't know if it's about my childhood. <laughs> More palatable. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, you know, breakfast cereal. They say that it's supposed to have all of your nutrition, but mm. it doesn't. And it's supposed to be a quick breakfast, which it, it is kind quick. of is, but also... It's quick, but it has no inherent nutritional value, yeah. and that's why... I don't know, I'd raise them that, that toasting bread and spreading something on it is as fast as surreal. Am I crazy here? Yeah, but there's more steps to it. You got There's waiting that you have to do for that, and there's actual work. You see, spreading something on a piece of toast, it takes too much work. You're not going to get to work on work. time. How are you supposed to... How are you supposed to get to the factory when you gotta put the knife in, when you gotta take the knife out and put it in the butter and put it on your toast? But wait, you need to make the toast first. You gotta take the bread out, and rough. then you need to put the bread into the toaster, and you have to push the button on the toaster, and you gotta wait for the toaster to toast your bread, and then yet once it's done, you may you know your entire morning's gone by. You gotta get yeah. to work now. And so now you need to put that butter onto, you need to put that butter in onto your bread real quickly. So you gotta, you know, just jam your knife into the butter and get as much butter as you can, but now you have too much butter on your knife, but you can't put it back into the container, or you can't put it back onto the stick, because you've already cut it off. you got to spread all that butter onto your toast, but the thing is is that your toast doesn't have enough surface area to put all the butter that you took on it, so now you have a bunch of like weird chunks of butter, and as hard as the butter isn't even melted, because it's, you know, it's a big, solid piece of butter, and so you can't really spread all of it so now you're just eating and now you're really really sad now because now you're eating a brick of butter with a piece of toast under it and you're having a really bad time and now you're late for work you really suck at buttering toast right Ryan, are you okay it sounds that's like you're... what happens when you have toast with butter instead of breakfast cereal guys it sounds I mean, I guess... like you're reliving some past trauma <laughs> 
Men's angry at toast. That's what happens. That's why you can't have toast in the morning. That's why you have to have breakfast cereal. No, I, by the I time digress. I love having Not toast in the morning. It is my go-to breakfast. By the time you're done making that abomination that you call toast, someone's already finished their mm. bowl of cereal. That's what happens. I guess. Yeah, and uh, when it, you it does take time also to toast. somewhat unpredictable at that time because he usually relied on a... Um, I think they were called like a tapper. Basically a kid with a stick who'd tap your window to wake you up at a certain time. And, you know, there's, you know, there's like a thousand people who want to get up at, you know, 8 a.m. or whatever. And so you have a variance of time by like a half hour or so. So some days you'd randomly only be up, you know, 10 minutes before work. It was only if you were really rich you could have the advanced contraption that was a candle with a piece of metal wedged in it, and when it was the correct time, the candle would melt, releasing the metal onto a metal plate and then clank on the plate. That was a rich man's alarm clock. Oh, man. But no, but the people who have that don't need to work in factories. Yeah, that's that's the problem. <laughs> Factory workers can't afford pieces of metal and, and candles. I, Same way they can't afford bread and that's butter. True. Candles were expensive for a very long time. I never knew about taverns before today, and I just searched it up. And I've also found. Did you find the arcade called... game? No, no. I I, ne- I looked up tapper alarm clock, and I also found something called knocker uppers. Maybe they're the same, but there's there's some methods of waking up workers where if they're living oh in like it's probably the building, same thing yeah yeah they would shoot they would like shoot like they'd shoot rocks or, or something stick, right? yeah something out of your window to wake you up and i thought that was just super funny yeah i mean it's just what you had I'm, to do i'm assuming the rocks weren't big so they end up destroying your window when trying to wake no, you up no they did Although not destroy it would be your very windows. effective that would wake you up i think it'd be very effective yes only works once though then after that you can't yes. tap the window anymore though well then you just well then you just throw a rock into their you just into hit their them with a instead. rock. Yeah, that's what that's what that's why some people were late for work and they had to eat butter brick toast because their window was destroyed by the knocker upper. Yeah, see, this is why you just eat cornflakes, okay? Moral of the <laughs> story is you just eat cornflakes, I guess. Yeah, if you're a factory worker, just eat cornflakes. It's much. It's less of a headache. Nice. Less work for you. What if you didn't have a toaster? What if you didn't have a toaster to toast your bread? What if you just need, what if you needed to heat your toast up in like a a cast iron skillet because that's the only kind of Yeah, I don't th- I don't think to- I don't know have. how long toasters have been around, but I was under the impression that for that era basically all there was was an oven. All there was And there were yeah, refrigerators, but that was just a cooler with an ice block in it. I be- I, they were called ice boxes, I believe. I they were still called refrigerators, but you could also call so. them an ice box. I think they were they were different because the refrigerator was specifically the mechanism, the the contraption yeah. that was able to keep your food cold by the use of electricity. Ice boxes were just they kept your food kind of mm. cold as long as you had ice. Oh no! In don't there. get me wrong. When there was ice in them, they worked great. It was yeah. great refrigeration. I don't think they were the same thing. The problem was ice was expensive. 
Yes, but no, they're not the same thing, though, is what I'm trying to get at. The icebox and the refrigerator are completely different things, and they were referred to as such. There wasn't a time when the, the icebox was also called a refrigerator. It was just called an icebox. I see. Fun fact, I, I guess. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of, of when you said when if people don't have toasters, what do they do? It reminds me of, I think it was a couple of years ago. Where someone was thinking of how hard you need to slap a chicken to cook it. And I think there was actually a study done on this. <laughs> I think I saw a video about that, yeah. Let me look it up. <laughs> oh my god, it sounds so familiar. Okay, according to the University of Melbourne, you can cook a chicken by slapping it at 3,725... Point nine five miles per hour. You can cook a chicken. And, uh, so you need to be able. So to you don't have a toaster. You don't have any ways of heating your bread. Yeah, just perform the falcon slap. Heat that to- heat yeah. that bread in an instant. God, do you think? Fa- if uh, I don't think Fal- Captain Falcon was ever a factory worker, but <laughs> if he did, he'd be really happy because he'd be the only factory worker that could go to work and have had eaten the perfect piece of toast and, you know, go throughout the day having just done that, and he wouldn't have put the, the poison in his body that is cornflakes. Yeah, he only just wakes up and slaps some sword. bread. Yes. He slaps his bread so quickly that he just toasts it. Exactly. How <laughs> <laughs> a day's work. Yeah. But he would also not probably not be a menial uh, a, a menial worker. I guess just a factory. He's busy worker. being a racer. Is that a menial job? Yeah, he's a he's a bounty hunter and a racer. A racer who's also a bounty hunter. A bounty hunter racer. A bounty a racer, racer bounty hunter. I actually didn't he, even know he was a bounty hunter. He has yeah, why is like a knife? You think he's just edgy? He has a knife. He has a gun. He has a gun. <laughs> yeah, he's a gun too. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't use it, though. In the story of F-Zero GX, what he does in order to defeat people is just beat them in a race. Yeah. He's he's fighting a character who is essentially just Satan, and all <laughs> Satan wants to do is race him, and then he gets defeated and actually destroyed because Captain Falcon wiped him in a race. Yeah, it's... Um, That's the story of F-Zero. Tough. It's tough life being it's a villain awesome. in a racing game. Because you're like, I will destroy you, main good guy, by going in circles faster than you. And then the good guy goes in circles faster than you, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> and then it's over. And you've been you've been captured by... Yeah, you don't know how it happened, but now you're behind bars. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's gonna finish the race before me. Shoot the cops! <laughs> If only I'd been faster than Captain Falcon, then the cops wouldn't have gotten <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know how that works, really. <laughs> Racing game plots are the best. Yeah, it's also weird to think that both Captain Falcon, a racer, and also Samus Aran are both technically that have the same job, but they do completely different things. But anyway, uh, we had a real nice ch- talk to talk about uh, our nostalgic food experiences and various other things and foods, and um, it was fun. Culinary, del- culinary talk about something. Have we done an episode where we talked about food before? Corn flakes. I feel like we've definitely had. 
I'm trying to remember if we have, because for some reason, I, I mean, it's also possible that we just talked about food in our off off podcast, off camera, off off, off record. What the heck do we call it when we're not talking on the podcast? Everything else, A normal conversation. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like what the what the heck do you call? Like, yeah, yeah, I guess we just Idiot call it a normal conversation. Do you mean like off the press? Outside the podcast, I think off the record is the best one, but that's like because usually when people are on the record, they get recorded by a, a recording device, and if you're off camera, then you don't have a camera on you. But we don't have cameras on us. We didn't say that so, one into the can. The can. Yeah. That what, means it didn't what are get these, recorded. I guess, <laughs> but this one is. Yeah, this one we did yeah. say into the can. But yeah, okay. We I don't yeah, I'm not sure if we've talked about food before. We've definitely talked about various childhood experiences before, but never about food. I don't even know how we got there, but hey, that's the charm of the podcast, I guess. You I can watch we and listen to us hats, a lot. What? Weren't we talking about hats sorry to interrupt. Weren't we talking about hats earlier? What happened? We were talking about hats, hats. and somehow we ended up here. That's the that's the beauty of the podcast. <laughs> you know, we'll start somewhere and see where it takes us. Unless someone decides to just redirect the conversation somewhere else. I'm responsible for doing that twice, and Eric is responsible for doing that once, and Jake has done that no times, And but that's okay. Because sometimes the ones where we don't have a topic ready are good too. Like this one, maybe, hopefully. Anyway... <laughs> You can watch and listen to us live every Saturday at twitch.tv slash Game starting at 3-ish p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Maybe. Maybe we'll start doing that. I don't know. But if you can't make it, no worries. New episodes go up New episodes go up on Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on all your favorite podcasting platforms, as well as on YouTube at youtube.com slash breaktimepodcast. Follow us on Twitter at ShatterpointGS if you want. Join us next week whenever when we talk about whatever... Jake, no, Eric. It's Eric, or is it Jake? Wait, who went last time? I went last time. Okay, so it is Jake. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll listen to the. We'll listen to the episodes <laughs> and we'll figure it out. But anyway, until then, break time over. <laughs> <laughs>